that now. Yeah. Welcome back to Drawing Two Conclusions. This is episode two. Uh, if you like animation, animated content, movies, reviews, interviews, uh, stick around. Yeah. We got you. I'm Mary Hine. And I'm Abigail Sohn. And on this episode, we are talking about Encanto and Turning Red, mm-hmm. like Disney. Yeah. The, the big Disney. The big Disney boy. And <laughs> he's a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> so recently, Disney's been on this trend of covering generational trauma, that sort of thing. So we're reviewing those two movies today, kind of going over them. Our thoughts. This is not a spoiler-free episode. So yes. if spoilers matter to you, click off. I apologize. Uh, and come back to us when you, you watch. You can listen to the news if you want. Yeah, we'll be doing <laughs> some news. And I do want to give a quick shout-out. Uh, our fabulous intro music today. Yeah, does that done, sound great? Yes, a little jazzy. <laughs> was done by Justin Piloff, if you want to. What's up? What's yeah. up? He's <laughs> you, so cool, man. He, he's also helping <laughs> us out today with some audio. So do you want to name drop or? You know? Yeah, sure. Um, you can check me out on SoundCloud. I promise I'm not a rapper. Duh, <laughs> underscore doe, underscore boy, B-O-I. Check me out. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about Big Boy and Doughboy on this episode. <laughs> <Big> <laughs> <laughs> We're just missing the pills, baby. <laughs> Where is he? Well, be ready. He'll be in here any minute. <laughs> you want to get started on the news? Yeah, so we can cue some, like, fancy Do music. Wow. Oh. The trumpets. Oh, I feel so the violin elevated. We made it, Abby. Whoa. We made it. Yes, if you haven't guessed already, which you probably haven't because we're being dumb. <laughs> we're talking about the Oscars today. This happened this past week. Um, yeah. Lots to kind of get into. Watch out. Someone might might smack you. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the Oscars have been kind of on a steady decline the past few years yeah. but especially this year it it was bad um especially for animation there's only two categories this year mm-hmm. um they completely cut out and that animation wasn't the only one they cut they cut out several across movies they even didn't air a couple oscars which it's like why have them if you're yeah. not like some of the directors didn't even know like they won what yeah because they're like well we didn't see it because it didn't air. Right. Yeah. So that's fun. But so the two categories for animation this year were just best animated short and best animated feature. Uh, for best animated short, we have Affairs of Art, Box Ballot, Beast, The Windshield Wiper, and Robin Robin. Those were the mm-hmm. nominees for this year. Uh, the Windshield Wiper uh, was the one that took the cake. Uh, Albert Mielgo nice. and Leo Barbosa. So congrats to you um and then of course best animated feature of course disney is the that big boy the big boy big baby boy <laughs> the big <laughs> the biggie boy i'm so i'm never gonna get hired at disney <laughs> <laughs> they excommunicate they're like <laughs> refers to us as big boy <laughs> Banned. Banned. <laughs> My Disney Plus account is going to get canceled. <laughs> so it, who are the nominees? Yeah. <laughs> we have Luca, Flea, uh, The Mitchells versus The Machines, uh, Raya, The Last Dragon, and of course, Encanto. Hey. No, no, no. no. 
Um, and of course, Encanto won. Uh, and that was Brian Howard, Jared Bush, and Clark Spencer. Nice. So, as far as how they were treated, I do have some thoughts. Yeah? So, animation has widely been pushed to the side for years. Mm-hmm. And the Oscars were, you know, not left out in that. <laughs> you know, for or these, for Best Picture, they had kids present yeah. the award. And they That's were like, always been it. They're like, it's, it's the childhood. Yeah, and they mentioned it in the speech. They're like, animation is so good for kids, and it's always just like, you know, it's true. I, it is for kids, but they also really minimize the potential and the yeah. scope that you know that kind of content gives people. And yeah, plus with there not being a lot of awards and stuff for it, it's not really. I don't know if that's that's not the main motivation to yeah. to be making stuff, but definitely not making it a big deal. Yeah, it, mm. yeah, and I I do give props to Albert Mielgo. Uh, he's the director of The Windshield Wiper, which was that animated short that won. Um, he mentioned in his speech that animation is also for adults. Yeah, so you could sense a little bit yeah. of like irritation, <laughs> which. Thank you. Thank you, Albert, because it's true. It is for adults. It's for everyone. Yeah. And stop. <laughs> I'm going to put on my finger waggle. No, no, no. <laughs> and it's also not just for comedy and, and crass, like, adult. The only adult animation yeah. stuff is, like... Haha, <laughs> butt joke. Yeah, <laughs> Family Guy joke. or South Park yeah. or whatever, I guess. Yeah. Um, and it's just like making fun of it. Yeah, I don't know. it's just yeah, comedy. it's not. It's yeah. There's so much more. I mean, we even have personal experience of like, you know, we were recently nominated for Emmys. Yeah. And with those nominations, sounds weird to say. <laughs> we, you know, we had our our animation that was, of course, not in the category, but the category wasn't for animation. Yeah. It was animation, special effects, and like 3D motion graphics. Motion graphics yeah. And um, the one that won was like a Star Wars looking yeah. special effects. I think it it's, deserved it's, it. It deserved but its own category, yeah. though. Like it's that, just like, how do you even compare yeah. and judge the two? Yes. Especially with us, we did 2D animation, and, yeah. and they had um, real life and 3D effects yeah. and stuff. It's just. Yeah. To me, I, I don't see how you can judge those all together. So, I mean, even for motion graphics people, yeah. and 3D, you know, my heart goes out to you guys. Because we, we, you know, audio gets their whole big thing. Yeah. Video is the, you know, the top dog and, you know. Top dog. That yeah. big boy. The big boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, it's it's always been like this running theme of. Sorry, I'm kind of ranting. Yeah, here, no, but you're. I'm very <laughs> passionate about this. Yeah, it's it's. I think it does come from, you know, deciding to go into animation for like your, you know, your your livelihood and stuff, mm-hmm. and you want to be taken seriously and be serious mm-hmm. about it. But then it also is like it's just for kids. It's mm-hmm. probably part of what makes us annoyed at it. Yeah. Even though like. 
there's a lot of stuff that is still kid friendly, but isn't just like it's Coco just Melon. That. Yeah, hey. it, it, <laughs> it's not just that people, yeah. you know. So maybe one day the Academy will recognize, you know. Yeah, that we yeah, matter. This- and of course, Twitter Firestorm. As soon as it aired, as it's airing, you know, yeah. an- animator, storyboard artists, you know, all these directors, they're they're coming out and saying, you know. This isn't the case. Like, stop demeaning what we're yeah. doing. And and funny enough, while Encanto was featured at the Oscars because animation's just for kids, mm-hmm. it was a mashup with Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, which yeah, I don't, I don't see how you cool. can say animation is for kids. Like, at least stay in your lane, <laughs> <laughs> and then have. You know, it was cool that they got to feature yeah. the voice actors and they got their chance to shine. And, like, perform. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, I don't, uh, just, well, I should say I see the hypocrisy in it. But. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That was kind of a tangent there. But also with the Oscars, everyone's talking about it. How can we not? Uh, Oscar from Shark Tale slapped Marty from madagascar yeah uh for those who don't know yeah <laughs> i'm sure you've seen it uh will smith slapped chris rock in this very awkward yeah i wasn't sure if it was staged or not because you know all the awkward like interactions and jokes yeah. that they do sometimes yeah. Yeah, yeah i don't think this one was it's kind of a dumpster fire this year not not the cash money whatever but not the cash money it usually is. No. Oh, boy. Well, I guess we can tone down our, our classy, fancy music. Yeah. All right. All right. The yeah. event is over. The yes. Oscars is, is done. Yes. Go home. Go Take ever- a nap. But, yeah. So, today's episode, um, we are diving into Encanto and Turning Red. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to spin it over to Mary's. Ooh. So, if you want to give us a rundown of Encanto, yeah, who made it, all the good stuff. Yeah. And, and yeah. they, especially because they won the Best Animated Film yeah. Award. Directors were Brian Howard and Jared Bush. Bush. Mm-hmm. And I think the music got some awards too in other mm-hmm. areas. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a story about it's in Colombia. It's about this big family, and they all have gifts that they give back to the community, and it's all like, all the kids have to have their roles, and if they don't have a gift, then they're they're useless. And mm-hmm. um, so it follows Mirabelle, the protagonist. Um, she doesn't get a gift, and then the magic, it's like going away. We don't know what's happening. So she's trying to save the day, even though she doesn't have any power, and she's got really cool connection to the casita Mm -hmm. and yeah it's really i really liked this film i cried like three times i don't know if i was like just emotional that day Um, but it's really sweet and it's these two films were interesting because they've been they don't have the classic villain that like a lot of you know classic disney Mm -hmm. movies have it's just the villain is just kind of your situation with your family and Mm -hmm. how life kind of just happens sometimes Mm -hmm. How you're just so busy and everybody's doing their thing, everybody's using their gifts, mm-hmm. and then she's just kind of cast aside and and feeling like she's worthless because she can't do like she doesn't have a gift to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, did you 
watch it? I did, yes. So I, I'm behind. I, I just watched it last night. Um, the the main thing that stood out to me was the music by far. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a little... <laughs> Thunder! <laughs> yeah, the music's great. <laughs> yeah, well, you you dabble in the music, so yeah. what's, what's your... I definitely review? had... Well, Lin-Manuel Miranda, he wrote the the main like singing ones mm-hmm. and you can definitely tell there's a like a theater feel to it mm-hmm. because he does write for musicals mm-hmm. and stuff you can definitely feel that and then mm-hmm. um they're also like dancing throughout the whole thing mm-hmm. and like you know moving their hips mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that was my favorite part uh I love the character choreography especially yeah. the dinner scene because the oh music is just like the thunk and they're slapping the plates and they're slapping the wine glasses they're still interacting like with their environment Mm -hmm. and the sound design i really noticed that that was really well done as well because Mm -hmm. there is a verse with like you know the one who's the the whispering voice uh, uh, (laughs) yeah that part specifically the the sound design really stuck out Mm um yeah it's just it it sweeps you up and Mm -hmm immediate i mean it's so popular yeah it's there's it's a reason in it everyone's gets stuck in, head. It's stuck yeah. in everyone's head yeah that that song is we don't talk about bruno yes um if you didn't know as and we're talking about it. yeah because <laughs> you know every family has that thing yeah Everybody, every like don't mention like, don't, don't oh not him. Yeah. you know like not while we're at the dinner table yeah. like i'll tell you later yeah. or like don't get into it mm-hmm. don't bring that up yeah and then if you do, they're like glare at you, and you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then you have Mirabelle, and she's just like, no, like I do want to talk yeah. about it. I do, you know. Yeah. I know everyone else is kind of because uh, the grandmother, mm-hmm. she's you know she's like the head of the family, and everyone respects her and does their best to like please her and make mm-hmm. her happy. But you know, in Mirabelle's you know childhood when she's you know trying to get her gift revealed you know her gift isn't revealed Mm -hmm. and then her grandmother looks at her very differently yep just treats her differently and um it's one of those where the way she treats everyone else with a gift Mm -hmm. and then the she doesn't treat her that way Mm -hmm. she's like oh and you're so as special as the gift you have yep she says to everyone else and that's kind of the the backhanded like yeah. hurt you get from a lot of family members especially yeah. like the grandparents and, and parents yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah like comparing your siblings and cousins and mm-hmm. stuff yeah well even the favorite of the family is is it isabel? isabella isabella yeah. um you isabella. know you you get to see her side too yeah. and the pressure kind of like you know for like the golden child mm-hmm. and the pressure she's under and then I forget the eldest sister Louisa Louisa you know she represents you know a lot of the stress that yeah. older siblings the older go siblings through. get so much more responsibility yeah. taking care <laughs> yeah I loved her so Louisa Isabella and um, Mirabelle are, are siblings mm-hmm. and they all get I mean both her sisters get a song with her and I mm-hmm. love Louisa's because there's just you know she talks about all the pressure she has and then mm-hmm. in kind of the bridge she's like imagining like 
like the weight if she can imagine the wait- weightless thing and she like is in the sky and she's riding a unicorn yeah and she, her, the donkeys are there yeah. and <laughs> that she's like always carrying around yeah and uh yeah i love that scene yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's like this big like badass woman like yeah. just floating on a unicorn uh-huh. and just like ah mm-hmm. and then she gets cast back down and is cracking under the pressure yeah uh, yeah so really cool visuals on that yeah. one yeah well i think it's funny because like the whole town that you know looks up to this family because they help like you know help them yeah. out and like protect them in certain ways and you know they have to keep this image up because you know there there's certain expectations mm-hmm. and the grandmother has this high expectation for them to always appear yeah. well and you know that's that's not the case always showing that they're strong and yep no weakness yep yeah yeah i thought the most uh, like a nice little ad in the music was when she does the i think it's dolores mm-hmm. she's like when she mentions the sand and she's like yeah because bruno in the movie throws Uh salt over his shoulders (laughs) and like you could see where she thinks that because if he's casting salt and she her power is that she can like hear everything like all the time Mm -hmm. she heard her she heard louise's eye twitching at night Mm -hmm. like (laughs) imagine how like crazy (laughs) she is like hearing everything uh, I would not want to hear everything. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, imagine, like, you know, Maribel had, like, a bad bean burrito. <laughs> She's just, like, a little too spicy <laughs> food that night. Yeah, and she's just struck, like, oh. Now stop, we don't, we don't need it. We don't need that. We don't need that audio-visual. <laughs> oh, dear. But, yeah, Thin I walls. loved her. Because everything else has kind of been like big and loud and mm-hmm. a show of, of all the gifts and stuff. And then yeah. hers, she's she has like a whisper, kind of rap verse. Mm-hmm. And she has all her little sounds like, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really cute. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I yeah. Like it a lot. So, what's your like, what would be your like critique or like re- overall review? Mm-hmm. Like between characters, music, story, that sort of thing. Hmm. Well, I don't know. It seemed like it with both of them, they kind of got went really quickly into it mm-hmm. and it was a little like overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, for it just kind of seems like that's the way media is nowadays. Yeah. You just got to quickly get a hook otherwise yeah. nobody's paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um that was the only really feel I mean, it was more in Turning Red that I was just like, in the beginning, it was just overwhelming. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. yeah, that didn't bother me too much. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I just wish there was like more music, but that's just me. (laughs) Like, because it was so, it was so good. I wanted Mm -hmm. more. Yeah. I wish Bruno and Maribel got more song time. Because I love their voices. And Bruno is voiced by the voice actor for Sid from Ice Age. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, that's because I, I recognized it. And I was uh-huh. like, okay, where's this from? I definitely recognized it from something. Yeah. The Lash Dandelion. <laughs> the Lash Dandelion. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mirabelle's voice actor, uh, actress, have you seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I have, yes. Um, So Stephanie, I forget her last name. She plays Rosa. Oh, um, uh, 
I know her first name's Stephanie. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. But yeah, she plays Rosa, who's this really like, like blank face, like super buff, mm-hmm. intimidating police yep. lady. Yeah. And then in this one, she's like a bubbly kind of like. I apologize for all the singing you're probably gonna hear in this episode. <laughs> we sing so we don't get. Struck, <laughs> yeah. W- we were just talking about that earlier. We were like, well, you know, maybe it's a good thing if we voice it because you know, any kind of filter is just gonna be like, what the, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> like they're not gonna, it's beyond re- <laughs> like recognition at that point. <laughs> but yeah, um, my thoughts. Um, I love the character designs. I love how diverse it is. Oh yeah. Um, because especially in like, um, uh, you know. Sp- Colombian culture like it, it's like their skin tones can be so mm-hmm. you know wide and very like I know. loved seeing all the posts of all these little kids mm-hmm. like getting pictures in front of them and they look exactly yeah. like the characters and I'm like ah, that makes me so happy and represent representation mm-hmm. yeah. is so important um so you know being able to show such a diverse cast mm-hmm. and you know and that it wasn't like painfully like to the point yeah. of like a big brand trying to be inclusive yeah like you know? shove it in your face like, like look at in, us trying yeah it was yeah. in Colombia. like it was yeah i'm assuming it's all like yeah it all seemed to be received well by people who actually mm-hmm. are colombian <laughs> yeah we can't comment I, I too can't, much on I that <laughs> but, but no it, it was cool to see and yeah i definitely uh i set design type stuff was really cool the world building was uh i think there's definitely some plot holes there um yeah and yeah so i i thought the resolution at the end was kind of like because not my favorite um yeah it was it seemed like it ended but it wasn't like totally satisfying yeah we didn't like answer all the questions yeah. i guess we didn't get a lot of rules and how things works like how yeah. like how did they even get the magic it was just this magical candle that they yeah. got but yeah. i mean it didn't bother me too much but mm-hmm. were there any other plot holes that you uh mostly just like the resolution because they have such all the characters have such like unique personalities and how the stress of their family affects them all differently um, you know, I definitely think they could have. Well, that's kind of the issue too. If you have such a wide cast, yeah, is, that's what I was going to mention. You have to go back like, and like show. Oh, like this is ten how they're main doing. characters yeah. with all unique abilities. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they they were able to highlight their struggles very well, but it was kind of sad because you know some of them didn't get you know their happy ending. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, well, it's kind of like in. Uh, not insinuated, mm-hmm. or what's a better word? It's uh, kind of suggested. Yeah, suggested. Like, um, the one she's like, oh, my love is betrothed to another. Mm-hmm. And it, it all makes sense that she then gets with the guy that was betrothed to mm-hmm. um, Isabella. And mm-hmm. I don't know, those little resolutions. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Like, thinking mm-hmm. of them all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what else. What was like a big. A big resolution that you didn't see. I guess more so like with the grandma. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't remember if she... Apo- does she apologize? Yeah, she kind of... 
like had a change of heart and she yeah. was like oh I, I lost sight of the real reason we got the gift and then yeah. most unrealistic part, yeah, by the yeah. Way. oh my gosh <laughs> like oh she just said one thing and we yeah. had a moment in a lake and there was a butterfly yeah all is better now yeah <laughs> and I don't know like yeah I guess that's not like a realistic I don't know you hope that it could yeah. be that that yeah. way but yeah um, yeah then she welcomed Bruno back to the house mm-hmm and I feel so bad because he oh my god everyone just crafts on him and he's aware of it because he yeah, still lives there he's still there and aware and I'm sure yeah. that is like is I how it is like in real life like he's know? just so eager to be accepted that he doesn't care yeah. about that's where yeah. it, like I felt bad because yeah. like was able to connect because I was like I just want validation. I, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, even though you have people treat you so bad, you're yeah. just like so willing to And he forgive. still was willing to like take the blame for Mirabelle yeah. at the end. It was like, I told her, I gave her a vision. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think I've missed something. Yeah. And then it blows all nice again. But yeah. any, any kind of other mm. comments? <gasps> oh. Markiplier. <laughs> as soon as I saw the love interest for Isabella, I'm like, it's Markiplier. <laughs> I just have a note here that just says Markiplier. LOL. <laughs> you didn't see it. You didn't see the resemblance. I uh, pull up a picture yeah, right maybe now. The love interest for yes. Isabella yes. that like she was betrothed to. It just it just looks like Markiplier, man. <laughs> anyway, there's like the whole joke of him showing up and like everything and oh, there's a dark haired man. It's yeah. it's Markiplier. It's Mar- and then his nose gets broken in the movie, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he's broken his nose a lot, like in Markiplier has. Yes. <laughs> and this character has. That's, um, wow. That's yeah, I, I had to get that out there. <laughs> also, another yes. thing I was thinking about when watching it was how fun it must have been to animate the the house. The because mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's more. I don't know if it's more fun, but there's less mm-hmm. rules with animating inanimate objects, mm-hmm. and kind of similar to like Beauty and the Beast, how they mm-hmm. animated all. The anthropomorph yeah anthropomorphize mm-hmm. that's hard to uh, say yeah <laughs> anthropomorphize <laughs> uh, like so the house interacts with Mirabelle and she talks she like seems to have a close connection with it mm-hmm. and I was just thinking of how fun it must have been to those are the fun creative problems mm-hmm. you think about like how would a tile like flip mm-hmm. up and down and how would a house communicate to you that mm-hmm. you're late or like mm-hmm. there's one where it, it opens two panels on each side and it mm-hmm. it shrugs like I don't know mm-hmm. and all the little noises and that the sounds mm-hmm. yeah I thought that that was mm-hmm. a really cool yeah it was, it was cool <laughs> yeah definitely you get the whimsical uh kind of fairy it, it's could it yeah. could it be considered a print like a Disney princess I, I don't know because, I don't know. Is it only, I don't know what, like, that definition is, if it's yeah that. Well, because it well, seems like the past Disney, you know, princess, they, they've all been musicals. Mm-hmm. Maybe, um, I wouldn't true. consider it That's one, true. But. But it is musical. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think 
they just have to be a princess like in the story like wouldn't they yeah that's true actually that's pretty true i mean if that's just the one requirement yeah (laughs) now that's valid but you're right she does seem they they do all seem like you know the disney prince and princesses because they're all such unique characters yeah but yeah i really liked it what would you get if give it a rating 10 out of 10 like a solid eight. Ooh, for me. yeah. Oh, I, I thought it was good because it didn't feel forced. It felt like genuine. Mm-hmm. The people working on it had like the genuine connection mm-hmm. and relation to the story that they mm-hmm. were telling. That you can just tell in yeah. in stories when it's trying to be forced, so they don't actually yeah. know what it's like. And even me, not even being Colombian, I can mm-hmm. still like, I don't know. I related to it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, just from the family aspect. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What about you? With the plot holes and weird ending aside, probably a seven. Mm. Um, the thing that did it for me was definitely the music and the choreography. Yeah. yeah. Big time. And it was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Both of these, the ones we're going to talk about, it was just so beautiful. Yeah. It, itch, it itches it, your brain. I was like, it looked beautiful. It sounded mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. Like, it was so high def. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, I don't know if you saw, uh, they released some of the footage. They had actors, like, dance. Um, like, to have for reference yeah. when they were animating. Um, you can, I'm sure, go into Google and search Encanto uh, dinner scene behind the scenes actors. Dude, they choreographed. Yeah, and they, they filmed these actors to, like, actually like dance is it the voice person. actors or is it just dancers not sure oh, okay um but it's 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 so close it's actually very close and it's cool to see like yeah. someone like do the little two-step thing and the yeah. little shoulders and, it's like yeah. i didn't notice it at first that they were kind of dancing while they were singing i'm like whoa mm-hmm. whoa yeah yeah that's cool mm-hmm. for sure i love that they're like sharing more behind the scenes stuff because mm-hmm. i think that that is an untapped market for how greedy the big boy is well i will say disney plus now they've been doing like mini docs of their recent i just need to pay attention more Uh, (laughs) (laughs) no you're fine they've been doing like the making of turning red like behind the scenes Mm -hmm. of you know they they have little mini docs so i i encourage people if you're interested in actually learning more about the field and what goes on behind like a feature-length film definitely um check those out because it's cool and it's yeah. very inspiring to see, like, yeah, I the directors and talk about it. And They're gushing about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we can we move on. We can turn on over it's panda to time. Panda, 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 panda. panda. <laughs> <laughs> Which Tell us about turning red. Yes, turning red. Um, let me scroll down to my notes. So, in her director directorial debut uh domi shi uh this is her first sole uh women's director in a feature-length pixar film so um she's not the first women director for animation but she is for pixar which i think is crazy because as large as a company it is Mm -hmm. and how long it's been around like yeah it had to come to 2022 before <laughs> one was allowed <laughs> to direct allowed or by like herself. Finally made it. You yeah. know, I wonder how long she was working on that. To, yeah. yeah. Um, she originally pitched it uh, back in 2017 and then production shortly after in 2018 began. Um, her previous work uh, was in Bao and Pearl, which are uh, 
Pixar animated shorts, Bow's about this like little bun. Yeah, a little um, dumpling, right? Yeah, a little uh, a bow bun um, that is personified. And then Pearl is like a little ball of yarn starting mm-hmm. out in this corporate job. And it, it, it's kind of like if you're a woman, you know, going into a male dominated field, definitely it's synonymous mm-hmm. to that. Which, I, just watch it. It's good. Because, <laughs> some like, sidetrack. Animation, like, if you look at, a like, an animation class in college, mm-hmm. it's pretty well mixed. But if yeah. you look at the actual field and who are professionals, yeah, it is still... Yeah, well, when it was starting to get, yeah. starting to get big, it was all, like... It was, it was all male, the five angry men. Yeah, yeah. Disney, yeah, or grumpy men, and yeah. then all the ladies were just like the little colorists. Yeah, colorists um, that colored all the cells. There, it's yeah. still, it's still, you know, the just, scales are. It's just taking some time to, to even out. I mean, women are finally feeling like we can do it. <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> We've always been able to do it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, definitely recommend those shorts. Um, so originally Turning Red was supposed to get a theatrical release, which is like, for those who don't know, like in theaters, but it didn't due to COVID. Um, so it's strictly yeah. online. Um, and it's the most streamed movie for the past two weeks. Um, wow. So it was released on March 11th and um, it's got over 5 million users. Um, and it's generated more than 8.6 million um, at foreign theatrical Whoa. markets. So it's dragon and coin, like major <laughs> coin. Um, Even without a big debut. Yes, yeah, without like in cinemas because that's where like most production, you know, production studios. Yeah. they get their money is opening weekend, um, and I guess kind of the upside uh, and downside of streaming is upside, it's more accessible to more people. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you already have the subscription service, you can watch it. Um, but on the downside, it's not, you know, it doesn't, you don't get to see it in, you know, theaters and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. So give and take, but it worked for its benefit for sure. Uh, so far, it's gotten really good reviews, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. And oddly enough, 73% for the audience, which is very yeah. uncommon uh, for movies to get. Most of the time, the audience is a little nicer than yeah. the critics are, which I'll kind of talk maybe yeah. about why that's the case. Um, also, I forgot yeah. to mention with both of these, mm-hmm. they were both really worked on over Zoom. Yes. Like, both of these really, really well made, mm-hmm. but like, they still did it over Zoom. It yeah. was just like, especially with the yeah. music, I saw some behind the scenes of mm-hmm. them recording, like, with Lynn Manuel, mm-hmm. like, on a zoom call and he was there and i'm just like dang like yeah it's kind of crazy yeah when a little uh, pandemic happens (laughs) i guess you gotta improvise (laughs) um so the cast for turning red uh you got your main character may lee uh she's both voiced by rosalyn chang uh you have her mother ming lee uh which is sandra oh uh her father jin lee is oren lee um, and then she's got her little friends, Miriam, Abby, Priya, uh, and then the school bully is Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. We all know a Tyler. <laughs> uh-huh. You just know. You hear that name and you know it's bad time. Bad time. I feel like Tyler, Hunter, Chad. Chad. You just hear those names and you're just like, oh, come on. 
<laughs> sorry, bro. Call out. Sorry, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if we have a Tyler Chad or Hunter listening. <laughs> Not bad. Our bad. But there's some truth to it. Okay, go on. Move on. <laughs> yeah, move, move, on, on. move on. So it's it follows little May Lee. She's, you know, in eighth grade. She's a spunky little gal. And this is more of a slice of life story. So, you know, she's, you know, geeking out with her girlfriends and, you know, she's a first gen immigrant uh, with her parents. Um, So there's a lot of pressure on her to do well and be like the perfect little student and daughter because she's the only daughter. Again, that like that theme of Mm -hmm. being perfect and doing stuff for your fam. Obey your parents and... (laughs) Yeah, and kind of submit to that. Kind of like self identity in mm-hmm. this one was, was mm-hmm. bigger. Yeah, it opens up right away. She like introduces herself like I'm May Lee and I'm getting out there. Yeah, yeah. and she's all excited. Um, and then it cuts to her at school and she's talking with all her little friends and they're like all they're a fan of this band called Four Town, even though there's yeah. five members. <laughs> And kind of like the One Directioners or yeah. like Backstreet Boys, yeah. like it pulls in that. Um, I guess that's something the to mention. Beatles, if you will. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've insulted everyone. Them boy bands. <laughs> um, it, it takes place in the early two thousands, um, so it kind of referenced that culture of you know boy bands. Like, yeah. yeah. And they're all excited because uh, Ford Town is coming to Toronto, which is where the movie takes place. And they're like, oh, my gosh, like, this is so great. So they're thinking of schemes, like how to ask their parents mm-hmm. and, you know, cut to it. And, you know, she's like, oh, I'm going to ask my mom. Like, I'm going to show my mom. But I'm worried because she, you know, doesn't have good mm-hmm. vibes about it. She's you know, suspicious. So crass. Yes. These boys gyrating. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So, so bad. Um, And so she's coming home and she's all excited. And on her way home, they run into this like a convenience store boy, which they they have crushes in the movie. And they're like, oh, he's so dreamy. (laughs) And, you know. He's got like the sad eyes mm -hmm. and a bucket hat. He's every (laughs) average white looking teenage boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Justin gave us a nod. (laughs) We got Justin's approval. (laughs) And they're just like so infatuated. So when she gets home, um, you know, it doesn't go well with her mom. And so mm-hmm. she's like, well, you know, I'm going to go in my room. And she starts doodling this, yeah. this boy yeah. from the convenience store. Which, if you're an artist, uh-huh. I'm sure you can relate to this. When you are going tell through more, puberty, tell me more. Tell yeah. me more. Maybe I'm exposing myself <laughs> a little bit here. But, like, I'm sure many of you out there, you know, you're mm-hmm. you're an artist. You're you're growing up, and you know, you, you have a crush. So, what? How does an artist express it mm. themselves when they have a crush mm. at such a young age? Mm. You, you draw them, <laughs> and it's you just you run off into your own little yeah. fantasy. She like draws him like as a mermaid. I know. I thought that that was so on point. I don't know what it was about mermaids. Well, it's like, like all with their of- awkward body that you don't know how to draw. It was Well, I'm not I'm not sure how well versed you are in internet culture, but like it's like a theme of like fan art, like cringy fan art is always like someone draws the character as a mermaid. Yeah. Like which I thought was really and funny. And in, like, an embrace. Yes, yeah. So she's drawing, like, fan fiction of themselves. And she's just like, I feel so bad, but 
this is so nice. <laughs> She's under her bed, just yeah. curiously drawing. <laughs> yeah, and she like closes it, doesn't think about it. Yeah. But her mom comes in and she's like, what are you doing? Like, you know, and she's trying to hide it, but of course it slips out. And she's like, the convenience store boy. Oh, no. Yeah, at the beginning of, at that part when the mom was like, sorry, I was like, dang, mom, why you gotta mm-hmm. do that to yeah. her? Like, just listen to yeah. Give your daughter space. Mm. But no. So she like forces her down to the convenience store. And this is where kind of the plot you know, takes off and she basically embarrasses her in front of all of her schoolmates. And, you know, she's left with such like bad emotion and kind of the reason why it's called Turning Red. Um, So she has this family, they call it a curse, where the daughters in the family inherit this special power to transform into a giant red panda. And uh, it's usually comes on once you start puberty. And it's like controlled by your emotion. So it's like a, it's a metaphor. And yeah. so after this really big, horrific event, she goes home, she goes to bed, and she has a bad nightmare. Well, it's so bad that it kicks this little furry, <laughs> furry, <laughs> little furry character. And, you know, she wakes up as the big panda. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so now she has this, you know, she's freaking out, of course, because what would you do if you woke up as a panda? Yeah. Freak out. Freak out. Uh, Freak freak out. out. (laughs) (laughs) And so the story follows her along as, you know, her and her friends are trying to go to this concert and she's dealing with this. And, you know, I won't go, I won't do too much into it. But um, at the end, you know, she's struggling with her mom. Yeah. Because this concert is on the same day as this, like, ritual. Yeah. And... The, the ritual to like, get rid of the panda for, yeah. for her oh, whole life. And, yeah, for her own good. Um, I liked how, you know, it sounds like it's not, you know, like you're, she was risking not being able to have this curse taken away to go see mm-hmm. for, for, uh, for town. For town. This town, this band. Yeah. And it seems so trivial, but it's mm-hmm. so much deeper than yes. that, you know? Yeah. It, like, represents who she is, because yeah. she has two sides to her character. It she has her home of, life and her school life. Yeah, and it was part of meshing those two together mm-hmm. and being okay with that. The, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you wanted to get into the messages at the end. No, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what stuck out to me, yeah. was at the end she said something it was like with the conclusion with her she kind of wanted to keep the panda but her Mm -hmm. mom was getting rid of it and all her family and she's like you know i'm wanting to be more true to myself and Mm -hmm. and like do this what i want and what i feel is me but i don't want to like will it cause a a wall to be in between me and you and the family still having that love for your family but wanting to do like be yourself yeah. at the same time. And wondering if it's even possible to do yeah. both those things without being separated. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that stuck out to me. Yeah, no, yeah. And that's kind of where I guess the controversy for this film mm-hmm. is coming from. I don't think the controversy is warranted. Like, so a lot of people, especially on Twitter, you're going to hear that mm-hmm. a lot, um, they don't like this film because some people are saying that it promotes rebelling against your parents when this is like a really honest 
story and many people experience this. Yeah. It's not it's not a promotion, I would say, of being like, oh, rebel against your parents. And, you know, that's why people are upset with it is they're just like, it's promoting bad behavior and lying to your parents. Mm -hmm. And to which I want to say to those people, like, you haven't... You really didn't do that when you were younger? Yeah. I thought that it was was great at showing just the Mm -hmm. reality of the situation. Like, everybody always wants to... You know, only show the good, yeah. the brainwashing shows to Yeah, to yeah. <laughs> well, whether or not it is, like, you still have to know your kid and know whether or not yeah. it will influence them in a bad way or not. Or maybe talk about it with them after yeah. watching it yes. or whatever. Use like, it as hmm. a chance to talk to them. Like, hey, I know we're probably going to butt heads. Yeah. And, you know. Just being like, this is the reality and this happens. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what I liked about both of them was the mm-hmm. very real aspect. Yes. Yeah. And another reason why people aren't don't like it is uh, they mention signs of puberty. So, yeah, yeah, I saw all the controversy like kind of on Twitter and Instagram before mm-hmm. watching it. Yeah, and I, I know it's kind of like a metaphor for like you know her going through puberty. Yeah, but I thought that it was legit like talking and like going into detail about mm-hmm. like her starting her period or something yeah. yes and yeah. it, i watched it and it's not it doesn't even no i mean yeah they talk about pads i guess yeah. like, Ooh, pads. oh no there's a oh, pad there's take a your pad. pad yeah um but i thought just from seeing all this these guys kind of talk about it yeah well i'm assuming they're guys online well it's like i've it's different people but a lot yeah. of it is like parents like oh my kid's too young to know about this and yeah Honestly, I said that is your choice whether or not you want to show your kid that. If you haven't talked to your kid about that, sure, I get it. But like, also, man, like, come on, I don't know. It's not even like explicit or anything. It's not explicit. Literally, just her turning into a panda. Yes, like that's all. Like, I mean, I mean, the way. You know, I kind of found out about all that. Your period, your your mother nature yeah. is, you know, we sat in school and we had a, you know, mm. talk about it. And it's like, it, it's a very real experience. And to not, like, to shelter kids from it, I think, causes more harm yeah. than it does. And I guess it depends, you know, if the parents want to use it as a tool mm-hmm. or not. Yeah. You know, I guess everybody can do it in, in their own way and how they they feel for you know you know your child the best but you know it's just like what am I even saying (laughs) (laughs) you're fine it's just like don't use like that as an excuse to to hate on the movie yes yeah yeah Yeah. because it's also not or call it ungodly it's not Disney's job either to raise your kid and to explain these things to your kid yeah so maybe look introspectively (laughs) yeah I don't know if we're coming out too strong (laughs) (laughs) I'm just uh, a shy little animator over here <laughs> but yeah that's kind of why people are kind of hating on the film and why the audience score is is yeah. kind of lower is because it's mostly you know parents that are disagreeing with the messaging which you know to each its own but i think it does a lot more good than harm this isn't telling your kids to do drugs it's not telling your kids to you know yeah join a cult it's it's telling very them, real stories that happen yeah. to almost every like female yeah. going through puberty yeah so. and it's telling them to like oh op- 
to like, open up to the mom at yeah, the end. Yeah, to be how honest. They opened up yeah. and that be honest instead of just hiding things forever, yeah. or to keep giving in to the parents. And you know, mm-hmm. it was kind of that was annoying when she kind of was like, "Oh, my May May." Yeah. would never do anything bad. Yeah. You're the bad influence yeah. to her friends yeah. and making her turn away from her yeah. friends. Yep. And kind of that toxic thing that parents do that like their child could never do anything yep. bad. Yep, not and my then kid. If if they just kind of follow that for their whole lives and that's mm-hmm. not going to set them up to be a good person. No, not at um, all. Yeah. And yeah. another controversy, there's just so many oh, no. people have so many thoughts. Um, I guess originally um, the movie had more like um, LGBTQ references in it, mm. and a lot of that got cut. Like you can view the original storyboards online; they're they're available. Um, and one of the characters has more of a, um, you know, relationship with a same sex person. And Disney ended up cutting it, so a lot of people were very upset about it because it's like, well, why would you fund a movie and have content with that kind of messaging in it already, but suddenly cut it? Um, Which, I I mean, I agree. If you've already produced content with LGBT Mm -hmm. themes, why is this this one suddenly, like, Mm -hmm. not okay? I don't know. And I I, I can understand kind of the upset with it. Um, So people were just like, why would you do that? Like, you know, you're putting this messaging out, but now you're contradicting yourself and saying... So did they share something about that process of cutting it out? Um, One of the storyboard artists did. Okay. um, uh, And one of the writers. um, Yeah. Because she was making tweets before the film ever, ever published. Like, hey, this is like, this is an inclusive movie. And one of the characters, like, we're going to show that. Um... And then when the movie came out, people were like, oh, well, where is it? And yeah. That's when she pulled the storyboard clips. And um, it was during the party scene. Um, I won't go because you can go watch it. But, yeah, I so there was some upset about that and why they cut it. Um, and just so, so much. A lot of people did not yeah. like this movie. I will defend this movie. Yeah. I think it's good. <laughs> I think it's wholesome. I think it's funny. I mean, I think it definitely, if you are just a guy I guess like yeah I can see that you wouldn't relate to the main character as much mm-hmm. but like it doesn't mean you have to mm-hmm. not every me. not every movie is gonna be made for yeah. you and I yeah. think that's so where some different. of the I think that's why people get upset because it's yeah. not for it's, them. it's a very different movie yeah. it's very different than the stuff we've seen recently and yeah. I think it's cool especially with animation wise and mm-hmm. then utilizing the medium of animation Mm -hmm. to you know there was like more I got like more anime feels from it Mm -hmm. like they made so the dad is a really good cook and they had this whole like cutscene with him making Mm -hmm. this really beautiful food I'm like yes like you want it like yeah it's so delicious looking it's so Mm -hmm. oh man just look up that clip yes look up turning red like cooking cooking clip yeah (laughs) um it did it it reminds me a lot of anime where they you know have these moments of like they go hyper very extreme yeah very extreme or like the emotions where it's like you know very animated like oh she's having a bad time so it zooms in on her and like (laughs) so it's not like like, you know she randomly has big teeth sharp teeth and 
And then there's like a kind of cut frame of them introducing, mm-hmm. having their name pop up next to them, mm-hmm. like when they were introducing all her friends. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I thought that it, it kind of mixed, I don't know, introduced new Western animation mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, Western and Eastern yeah. kind of got to come together. And it did, it uh, reminded me of, you know, the, because ex- Cloudy and the Chance Meatballs, yeah. it, it's an example yeah, I like yeah, to pull yeah. a lot. They exaggerate the emotions a lot in that uh-huh. film. And the fun thing about, you know, why I like animation is so much is it's there to exaggerate. Yeah. And some of, you know, stuff out there, it, to me, it's too clean. It's too polished. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of animation is highlighting beautiful things in a unique and creative and abstract way yeah because it's kind of funny if you think back to it and think like if you're just going to do a realistic film Mm -hmm. like it would be way cheaper just to to film it just film life yeah yeah (laughs) so kind of going back like what's the point of actually doing it in animation is to kind of bend that and yes yeah why not take take advantage of that that's that's just spice yeah bc spice that just reminded me of, um, so I really like to paint and mm-hmm. like classical painters and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a Van Gogh, mm-hmm. Vincent Van Gogh movie, mm-hmm. where it's animated using all oil paints, mm-hmm. all oil paintings. Like every frame is another oil painting. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. It's insane. It's called Loving Vincent, I believe. That's cool. And uh, it's amazing. That's another example of just, mm-hmm. that, it's just mind boggling that they did that they did Mm -hmm. that and it looks beautiful Mm -hmm. and all the artists that were involved and Mm -hmm. just what you can do with this medium yeah animation is a a magical tool used to enhance things so take (laughs) advantage like i love when studios take advantage of it yeah um and definitely you know this movie does a very good job at that um i will see my i do have a critique I'm not. Yeah. I'm not totally showboating it. No, everybody. Everything needs a good critique. Yes. Good I'm balance. very bad at, at getting those. I'm just like, mm, give me popcorn. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I will chomp away. <laughs> give me an icy. Mm, I'm set. <gasps> what flavor icy do you? I like? mix blueberry and cherry. What are you? What is yours? Um. So this is oddly specific, but the AMC in Westchester <laughs> has a white cherry, and I swear Whoa. it tastes different. I is it s- like the white airhead? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm sure it is the exact same food, like, flavorings, but something about the color I just, mm. just like, looks so frosty mm. and delectable. And- <laughs> the flavors are melting on my tongue. tongue. <laughs> okay, back on yeah, track. Yeah, back on Sorry. track. Um. So, obviously, it's a slice-of-life animated movie, and at the beginning, it has the whole, like, little intro, like, this is me, and this is how I got in this crazy situation, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I think, to me, you know, I didn't catch it the first time, but I watched it back again, and it stands out a little bit too much, because for the rest of the movie, then she doesn't have that talking-to-camera dialogue anymore. Yeah. Um, At least I don't think so. Uh, in the beginning, she she's looking at the camera and she's mm-hmm. saying, "This is me. This is my life," and that sort of thing. Um, but I don't think it's until the end. I don't think she looks at the camera, but she's like, "And this is where we're at." Yeah, um, I think at the end, there's just a voiceover of her yeah. kind of wrapping it up. Yeah, to me, it's it's like if you're yeah. gonna do those kind of interjections, uh, keep it consistent. Um, mm-hmm. That's, I guess. 
Yeah, that's kind of similar to something I noticed too, kind of about the humor. Mm-hmm. It seemed like they weren't. It wasn't all the kind of the same humor. It was still funny, but then yeah. sometimes it was the awkward humor. But then mm-hmm. sometimes it's a different. I don't know. Sometimes mm-hmm. I was just like. I guess just staring at the TV, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> like, nice. Like, oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, it was still, it did a very good job of making you feel the awkward and the cringe of middle school. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was really well done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. Did you have any other critique? Um, I'm trying to think. I will say, when I first saw the trailer, I guess it was maybe nine months ago when the first trailer dropped. I didn't originally like the character models um, just because it reminded me a lot of SoCal art style, which for those who don't know, it's it's kind of like this topic of like, oh, all modern shows have the same look and feel mm-hmm. and like they have bean mouths and oh, that kind yeah. of thing. And originally it, that's, it reminded me of that um, and I was like, um, you know, I kind of want to see more flavor, but uh, my, uh, you know, my thought has changed afterwards. I think it looks a lot better, um, than it did in the trailer. I think they cleaned up the models a little bit. And also it's, while it is similar to a lot of the 2D stuff that's out there now, that's a style that hasn't really been tapped into in the 3D world. Um, so it is, it's true. Different from Disney. Yeah. Um, so it had a different style than Disney. And if you look at the past Pixar film, Luca, Luca started to get into that, like mm-hmm. more round characters, more little proportions are more exaggerated mm-hmm. um, and that sort of thing. And they started to get more into that. Um, so I appreciate that they're trying different things. It, it it does look good. I do like all the character designs, especially the color coding they do. Yeah. Uh, May, 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 she has her red. Um, and then her friends are like green, purple, mm-hmm. and yellow. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that to like highlight who yeah. they are, kind of thing. And I think that looks really well. I mean, because how natural is it in everyday life that someone wears like the same color yeah. palette? <laughs> Unless you're Steve Jobs with your black turtleneck. <laughs> he that just further proves that he's not real. He's not. <laughs> created wheel 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 steve dobbs would never wheel oh my gosh listen to our next podcast next time we're gonna talk all about steve jobs (laughs) and he better he better sponsor us better sponsor apple apple i'm gonna get a new laptop (laughs) i'm gonna get a new phone (laughs) oh my god steve if you're listening Stevie boy. <laughs> we all heard us talk about the you big heard- boy and the dope boy. Get ready for Stevie boy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, my God. That was beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your ending call? Bit done. It's over. <laughs> yeah, so style-wise, originally didn't care for it, but I do appreciate it now. Um, and I like that Pixar and Disney is willing to investigate more, like, different styles. Because yeah. before Disney, they have been critiqued for their same same, same yeah. face syndrome. Like, mm-hmm. all the print, like, there's a famous edit of all, like, the princesses together. And um, 
all their faces like look the same. Yeah, plus they were like reusing a lot of, you know, back when it was still done by hand yeah. or kind of by all those little cells. Yeah. They used a lot of the same actual animation, but just yeah. kind of with different skin. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but so I'm glad that yeah. you know they're they're getting out there. And again, great um, representation. They mm-hmm. have a very diverse cast. Um, there's not many like um, Pac-led main characters, um, mm-hmm. and it was nice to see. You know, they're pulling in the a- I won't say Asian American culture, a- Asian and Canadian culture. Yeah, <laughs> in Canada. Really. Yeah, in Canada. Um, and how they were able to, you know, relate to, you know, again, I'm not Asian, but I saw a lot yeah. of uh, people on TikTok saying how nice it was to see characters okay, so that looked like them. They were, they were happy. And highlighted like their, like, real. struggles. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it's like, yes. It was cool, like, being someone who isn't in, mm-hmm. does not know anything about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, to kind of get a peek. Good insight. Get a peek into there. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a, a good movie. Uh, there is, I know we're kind of going long, but someone... You better have stayed here for my Steve Jobs voice. staying here till Steve Jobs. <laughs> Wait, well, how did I even do that? Stevie Jobs. Steve Jobs. Stevie Jobs. Jobs. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, I'm sure if, you know, fans of animation are listening, the Pixar theory that all Disney and Pixar movies are related into this one big oh. storyline. I saw people were saying, um, I forget the character, but the little bean from Soul, the lost Soul. I haven't Soul, seen that. Uh, is May Lee. So Whoa, that's cool. Spoiler. Well, we told you spoil. We're going to talk about spoilers. Not that I'm going to be in our comments <laughs> being like, oh, they spoiled the movies. Right. What, also, what did you expect? <laughs> what do you, you think? What do you think, boy? <laughs> slap you I like. Slap you across the head. I took some lessons from <gasps> Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the little uh, secondary character in Soul at, at the end, you know, they jump from the Soul portal into life. And a lot of people think that uh, that Soul became Mei Li. Because there, cool. there is some bit of resemblance in the models. Like they have the same like mouth shape and like face shape. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, that's cool. I didn't yeah. think about it like that. And the, those are in, like, those are kind of recent movies. Yes. And I know that there's the classic one between Tangled and, and Tarzan and, mm-hmm. and Frozen. Mm-hmm. I know those three are kind of theorized to be connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we for sure see Rapunzel in yeah, Frozen. Yeah, Ra- Rapunzel yeah. and Flynn are in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not, I was going to say Elsa. <laughs> Elsa Town. <laughs> Frozen, frozen. What is their town? Alexander. Alexander? It's made up. A land. Atlantis. That's right. What is their land called? Oh, Arendelle. Arendelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arendelle. So, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a good movie. Controversy, I think, is stupid. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. And maybe it just seems like it's bigger on Twitter than it actually is with everyone else <laughs> but yeah I just it's causing a stir because I can see it it's different and mm-hmm. I don't know, I see that as a, as a good thing mm-hmm. it's, yeah a little bonus surprise bonus? for you turning red you know there's a Tamagotchi yeah I found my old Tamagotchi <gasps> <laughs> look at his little egg oh my Mm-hmm. Gosh, that's so cute. 
and listen to the sweet, sweet sound. That's um, how do I work this? Yeah, thing? I forgot. That's a reference in the movie Tamagotchi's. Ooh, let me make it some food, meal, or snack. Ooh, you know it's snack time. Snack time. Snack One snack. ice cream cone. The games. <laughs> Cute. I'm catching the poop. Oh, I don't wow. want poop. Okay. That's cute. I love it. Is there a sleep option? I forget. Nope. They're just chilling. At the end of Turning Red, mm -hmm. like the final kind of battle, yeah. it turned into like a Marvel movie action <laughs> sequence with yeah. Godzilla yeah. as like her mom is turned yeah. into her big panda and right. she's like, like destroying things, yeah. opening the the something dome. Yeah. What was dome was that? Yeah. Sky dome. Sky dome. And she was like taking all these poses and she mm -hmm. was like doing all these action things mm -hmm. and like puffing in and out of her panda. Mm -hmm. It was cool. I was like, yeah. <laughs> it turned into an action movie. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's. Oh, did you know that uh, the one of the main singers for Four Town is Phineas O'Connell? <gasps> Really? Yeah. Billy yeah. Eilish's brother. Mm -hmm. So That's they cool. helped they helped write the the four town songs that have That's been so playing cool. in there. Yeah. Dang. Uh that's nice. Oh, I guess something since we're kinda of talking about the end of that movie. Um her mom apologizes. Yeah. <gasps> and they a happy ending. It's a good happy ending. Yeah. So if you wanna see if you, your inner child needs that healing. Yeah. <laughs> And there are really cool visuals with, mm -hmm. you know, they have the ritual thing yeah. that um, is is done to get rid of her, yeah. the curse of the panda. Yep. And uh, I thought that those, that was really cool visuals. Like, yeah. they get transported to, like, a, a bamboo forest, mm -hmm. like this mirror, and, mm -hmm. you know, she sees her mom, her mm -hmm. age in the forest, mm -hmm. and, like, crying and feeling the same thing. And Yeah. You know, I was like thinking if I could go back to my 13-year-old self mm -hmm. and to be like, bro, you're all right. You'll make you're it. You're good. Like, <laughs> quit stressing. Yeah. It's okay. Just kind of give a hug, grab yeah. your hand. Like, yeah. yeah, that would be. Yeah. And at the end, when they do, like, the ritual, they have uh, the answer doing, like, the Chinese chant. And then mm -hmm. she's singing the four yeah. song. And, and they it, actually, like, meshes really, really well. well. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um it's like they planned it or it's something. Amazing. It's like they made they had foresight or something. <laughs> oh man. No, it's well, really good. Yeah. So definitely recommend both those films. They touch on some great conversational starters and um I they represent a lot of people and a lot of stories out there. And yeah. Different yeah. stories that yeah. like haven't been touched on in a while, I guess. Or I don't know mm. if I'm just being blind. Or what? Like, well, I feel like the past sometimes. just couple animated stuff is like, what came out? Like Toy Story. It's about mm -hmm. toys. Uh, just other stories yeah. rather than live action remakes yeah. and yeah, the remakes. you know sequels and mm -hmm. you know it's. I mean, I thought Frozen was still good, but I thought mm -hmm. Tangled was just as good. Mm -hmm. And Poor not that I want like a Tangled too, because mm -hmm. I can't. I don't. I don't trust them. Yeah. <laughs> but well, they had they did the series Tangled. Yeah, that that was really cool. Um, um, yeah, 
yep, 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 yep. They're different stories, so it's yes. like, give them a shot. Go, Go. with an open mind. Yes. Sorry if you're a guy, I guess they're not, like, directed towards you. Well, they're not a little more. Yeah. Um, but if you, you have women in your to. life, men, which I know you yeah. do, because you, you came from yeah. women. You birth. You can still watch it, <laughs> and you can learn. Open your mind. Yeah. Open your perspective. Like notice things. I loved how the dads, their roles in mm-hmm. the movies too, were were more like quiet but really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, in both the movies, yeah. it was really. Cool. Yeah, I loved her dad. Yeah. His dad was so funny. <laughs> oh, did you catch the after credit scene in oh. uh, Turning Red? Maybe I didn't. What happened? <laughs> You want me to tell you? Yes, please do. So it cuts to her dad in their basement listening to Four Town with his headphones oh and like dancing gosh. and singing. Alright, alright. That's so cute. <laughs> oh. And so yes, go watch those movies. Uh, also connect with us on our social medias and let us know your thoughts. Um, we have we have a handy data Instagram dtc.pod where you can let us know. How um, terrible our hot takes yeah, are maybe, and, and our singing. And, yes. And Cancel us if you must. But did not say anything about about my Apple... Who the heck is it? Steve Jobs voice. Steve, Stevie boy. <laughs> Stevie, Stevie boy. boy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Also, we do have personal Instagrams as well. Mary. Yeah. Maryhine.art and then, on Instagram. Yeah. And then Fadoodlesfuff. F A D O O D L E S F U F F. It's a long one. Yeah. 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 Check us out there and check us out on Instagram. Connect. The plan is uh, to do Arthur. Yeah. Uh, talk about Arthur. So the final episode uh, aired about a month ago. So we are going to talk about the history of the books and how it got started and how it got picked up into a PBS show and then review the last episode and give our thoughts. Um, yeah. It. So if you are an Arthur fan or were a PBS, PBS kid, no cable allowed, <laughs> <laughs> you can resonate with us. Yeah. Or if you Excited want to learn for that more. one. Yeah. So, what is your conclusion? Yes. We're about to doodle our conclusions. Yes, we here. have our sticky notes yet again. Uh, we are going to doodle our conclusions for yeah. today. Yeah. And then our next uh, episode. I guess my conclusion. Um, Good job, animation, for highlighting more personal stories. Yeah. Man, you got a you got a good one. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. Oh, Stevie Boy. Maybe Stevie maybe Boy. Just draw. Oh, Stevie. I should draw Stevie Boy. You draw Stevie Boy. Oh, that's Stevie Boy. <laughs> yes. All right, we're gonna draw those, and yes. we'll be we'll we'll back, be back to cl- to close you out. All right. Yeah. We won't be gone long. Yes. Steve Jobs. Steve. Steve. I pulled up reference for Steve Jobs and immediately never looked at it again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. And we're back. We're back. We have our conclusions all doodles. Conclusions is What is what is your doodles? Angie Stevie Boy. Stevie Boy. Got him apples. And he's he's broken your glasses. Watch it's out! Beautiful. I love his little shine on his forehead. You're or not ma- forehead. His his bald his head. His bald head. <laughs> you make it blinded. Get your sunglasses. And hey, what's your conclusion? Uh, I doodled Bruno and Naley. Oh, it's being so sweet. It's so sweet. 
So if you want to check out our little doodles, hop over to that Instagram, dtc.pod, where you can see those posted. Yeah. And yeah. I wait. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back again shortly, that Arthur episode, so be on the lookout. We love you guys. Thanks for listening, and check us out. Take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy.